Before we start this video, let me know in the comments right now, who do you think would actually win in a fight? One versus one, Vader versus Maul. Both alive and both in their prime. Keep in mind, Vader was limited. He wasn't as powerful as Anakin Skywalker's prime. Let me know your answers below. Leading to today's video, one of the most discussed duels that fans have speculated about since The Phantom Menace is who would win, Vader or Maul, if they were to ever meet. And we almost got an answer to that in Rebels, as Dave Filoni was going to pit them together, and that's how Maul was supposed to die, by Vader's hand. However, he dropped it as he felt it would take away from the moment between Vader and his former Padawan, Ahsoka. However, in Legends, the two Sith did indeed meet and cross blades, and that's the comic that I'm going to be sharing with you today. We open the page on Kalakar 6, a volcanic outer rim moon that may remind you of Mustafar, but it's a completely different planet. Once controlled by the Sith, where three mysterious cloaked figures watch as an Imperial Lambda shuttle touches down next to the only structure on the inhospitable world, a large, stirring fortress. A group of stormtroopers quickly rush out and line up in formation as an even more imposing cloaked figure emerges, the galaxy's fiercest warrior and apprentice to none other than the Emperor himself, Darth Vader, Lord of the Sith. The powerful Darksider is on an urgent mission for his master to recapture the stolen Death Star plans from the Rebels. Now remember, this is a legend story, so the events of Rogue One never even happened yet. Vader has received word of a possible Rebel career, carrying the plans en route to this barren moon. Once on the surface, Vader senses something familiar, and immediately he orders two of his troopers to accompany him into the fortress, while the others split up into teams to reconnaissance the surroundings. As the stormtroopers scout the area out of the fog, a crimson blade ignites and cleaves the head right off of their captain. The others fire at the intruder, but he moves with incredible agility and disappears in and out of the fog as he continues cutting down every single trooper. Meanwhile, as Vader and his two remaining men venture further into the eerie fortress, searching for the courier, the Sith Lord can feel how strong with the dark side the vast construct is. So strong, in fact, that a hundred years prior, an aristocrat named Baron Yorn left Coruscant with his followers to come and build this fortress, as they believed that they had located a focal point for the dark side of the Force on this very moon. Within these walls, they intended to study and conduct experiments to further explore and understand the incredible power that the dark side offers. However, when their supply ship returned from Coruscant, all of the Baron's devotees had vanished. Only the Baron himself remained, but he had gone completely insane, and torn his own eyes and tongue out. Suddenly, Vader's two troopers are grabbed in a force choke. Dying, they beg Vader to release them, but it's not his doing. Vader ignites his saber and turns around to see no one. Who are you? Show yourself. There is no need to brandish your weapon, Darth Vader. It is we who brought you here. We will not harm you. We are like you, adherents to the dark side. The plans stolen by the rebels are not here. A ruse to lure me. Yes, 
a ruse. As Vader asks what happened to his stormtroopers, they reply that they were unnecessary, as the rest of those troops who accompanied him have been destroyed. Their interest solely lies with the Dark Lord. We have given ourselves over to the dark side. We have pieced together the secrets of the Sith. We deem you an unworthy apprentice for the Master because of who you once were, Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker is no more. We have long taken an interest in you, Lord Vader. Too much of the Jedi remains within you, a spark of light yet to be extinguished. As they tell Vader that he's not of the bloodline of Bane, and that he is not fit to serve the Emperor, he is extremely insulted and ignites his blade. When out of the darkness appears Darth Maul, blocking Darth Vader's blade with his own. Vader can't believe it. He knows that Maul was slain years ago, so it can't be him. And this is where Vader starts to learn, through these guys, that you could bring someone back from the dead. But of course, as always, as it is with the dark side, it's never really that person. It's merely just a shell, or a transcript, or a physical body that looks and acts like the person, but the soul is soulless. They tell Vader that he will be replaced by Maul, and the risk that he presents to the dark side is far too great, as he was the one that was trained by the one who slayed Maul. They start to play with Vader's mind by telling him that he will never truly know if he is worthy to serve the Emperor, that here and now he must fight Darth Maul to truly know if he is the better. Vader's ego falls for the trap, and he begins to fight Maul in a fiery dance of red blades. As they continue fighting, both warriors manage to hold their own against each other pretty evenly. Vader retorts, You believe you know the dark side. This is what the dark side can do. And he reaches out with the force to the blasters by the dead stormtroopers, using them to fire at Maul. <laughs> Your toy soldiers won't help you win this battle. Observing from above, the three cultists are intrigued. Vader and Maul are more evenly matched than they suspected, but they are certain that Maul will be victorious. He is an engine of pure hate, after all. Maul makes Vader follow him, and manages to cut Vader's torso, not fully through like Obi-Wan did, but hurting him nonetheless, and succeeding in just making him angrier. Vader jumps at Maul, but again, the Zabrak blocks his strikes. Come to me. You're more machine than man. How can a machine hate? As Maul tells him that he's more machine than man, and that a machine can't hate, this just makes Vader more angry, taunting Vader by telling him that he killed Qui-Gon Jinn, doing anything he can to bring the light from Vader back out. Vader slices Maul's double-bladed lightsaber in half, where Maul uses it as a dual-bladed saber. Maul strikes Vader across the helmet as he falls to his knees, seemingly defeated. He prepares to deliver the final blow, but this is when Vader reaches out with the Force and pulls his saber to him, much faster than Maul can react. He angles it at his right side and thumbs it to life, running the blade through his own body and through Maul's. As the Zabrak is dying with his last words, he asks Vader what he could have hated enough to have destroyed him. Vader's response is, Myself. Maul's body collapses on the volcanic rock and flows down a lava fall to oblivion. Vader force jumps back up to confront the three cultists, who can't believe that he has actually won. As Vader is about to bring doom down upon them, the trio are suddenly engulfed in Sith lightning, killing them all. Vader turns around and sees his master. Sidious is pleased that Vader has survived. My own shuttle followed yours, Lord Vader. 
I'd hoped you would be retrieving the plans stolen by the rebels. Am I to assume the plans are not here? No, my master. Vader tells his master that it was all a deception perpetrated by those that he just killed. A deception designed to draw him to this place, telling Sidious that they had recreated Darth Maul and that he does not know how. There are ways those who are no more can live again. They believed they could provide me with a superior apprentice, yet you were victorious. Was any of this known to you? What these acolytes were attempting? Why, no. Apprentice, of course not. There's much to do, Lord Vader. The plans in the hands of the rebels must be found. I will not have my Death Star at risk. Come. Follow me. Yes, my master. So what did you guys think? I wonder if they're going to use something like this maybe someday, where we could get a Star Wars What If show. Kind of like what they're doing with Marvel, but now just with Star Wars. I think it would be probably one of the coolest shows that they could make. Imagine Anakin fighting Mace Windu, or Maul fighting Vader or Qui-Gon Jinn raising Anakin Skywalker and having survived. Now the ability to bring back a mold of whoever you want is kinda in the same vein as manipulating midichlorians to create life, in a sense. Do you think they could kind of use this sort of lore to bring back other characters later on in the stories, maybe in Mandalorian Season 3 or 4? Or perhaps if they go beyond the sequels, they can do something like this to bring people back from the dead. I'm not really a big fan of bringing people back from the dead anymore or uh, you know, going into the world between worlds or anything like that, but it is interesting and it does make you think of the different possibilities of things that we could get. Now, here's another question. Do you think in canon, Vader and Maul are this evenly matched? Now, on Malachor 5, Maul did say that he wasn't a match for Vader. Could that mean that even though we didn't get to see their duel, that perhaps at some point earlier between the events of Solo and Rebels, perhaps Maul was being pursued by Vader's Inquisitors and maybe got into a confrontation with him? They could have fought each other, but Maul was able to escape somehow. Let me know what you guys think. Hope you enjoyed this comic video, and I will see you in the next one. Make sure to hit like before you leave, and until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always.